Welcome to the CND Podcast. I'm Naomi Kalachand and I'm the Clinical and Custom Content Editor. Today I'll be speaking to Luso Comwenda. Luso is a community pharmacist and one of CND's pre-reg community leads. Today I'll be speaking to Luso about his top tips for preparing for the GPHC registration exam. We've seen reports recently predicting a pass rate of around 60% in the upcoming GPHC exams. How best can these pre-regs and prov-regs prepare to improve their chances of success? I would say as a pre-reg or prov-reg, you should have the confidence that you'll be among the 60% predicted to pass and not the other way around. So that's very important. If you have a positive mindset, you can achieve more than having a negative one. So I would say at the beginning, allow yourself more time to study and prepare without pressure. That means starting to prepare for the exam early rather than leaving it for last minute. If you leave it for last minute, it's very dangerous because you end up trying to cram everything when the exam is just a few weeks away and it's not the most effective way to prepare and it could be a recipe for disaster. From my experience, learning is more effective if the content is digested in small chunks. It sticks much better in your brain if you do it that way. And also to stimulate your brain, you need to practice questions regularly. So for example, at work, you could make every opportunity a learning opportunity. You should get involved in problem solving, whether it's looking up a dose, or a drug interaction. And on that question, my final piece of advice to increase your chances of success is to know your preferred learning style and make the most of it. We've seen that a lot of these pre-regs and prof-regs intensified their revision in the last four weeks towards the exam. And I've seen some reports of students sleeping as little as four to five hours in the final weeks. What's your thoughts on that? Oh, that's an interesting one. (laughs) I have had a few examples of these situations, unfortunately. You need to know that when your brain is overwhelmed, your attention span and retention of content that you learn is reduced. And to be honest, if you are going towards the exam, that's the last thing that you want. You want to retain as much as possible. It's best to have a study plan right at the beginning, I would say. You need to spread it over the whole pre-range year so that you can ease off the pressure towards the exam. You should also make sure that your plan covers all the most important sections of the GPHC framework. So as you are studying, make sure you are making notes and summaries, which you can use as prompts to remind you of the key pieces of information that you have learned over the period of time. This is quite handy in the few weeks leading to the exams where time is really tight. And also I should encourage you to monitor your progress against your set objectives regularly so that you don't fall behind. In the unfortunate event where you are running behind and there's lots of studying to do and the exam is imminent, you should try and prioritize your topics and complete the high-weighted sections of the framework first and the low-weighted ones last. 
you should never allow yourself inadequate sleep as that is detrimental to your performance and physical and mental well-being. So make sure you are allowing yourself enough sleep. Those are the really great tips, Lisa. Some of the pre-regs have also highlighted that there are mountains of information from the BNFs for adults and children, the clinical guidelines, the MEP, pharmacy practice, OTC, responding to symptoms, just to name a few. What, in your opinion, would help these students get on top of this situation and to avoid information overload? I remember there is quite a lot of information to learn in the pre-reg year. So I would also advise, like I said earlier, for the pre-reg and pro-reg to have a plan. So your plan has to be smart. And one of the most important aspects in pre-reg training during the year is to understand and know your weak areas and correcting them as you go along. So a good plan should break the whole GPHC framework into parts that are digestible. For example, your study plan could break down the BNF into chapters, your calculations into individual topics such as dilutions and infusions, and you could also do the same for other parts of the GPHC framework. So you would then sweep through on all these individual topics and move from topic to topic. Once you've completed all these sections, your knowledge for the whole framework will be perfect. The advantage of using this approach is that it is easier to remedy your weak points as they are clustered around a topic as opposed to being clustered all over the whole framework. I'll give you an example. If you haven't prepared for anything and then you attempt a full mock without adequate preparation, obviously your weak areas will be scattered all over the framework as opposed to just part of a chapter. So what you'll find out is that you will have probably hundreds of weak areas to address. And to be honest, that's very difficult to do. This is also the reason that I advise that you start your revision and studying early so that you can address the topics as opposed to tackling everything when the exam is just a few weeks away. And I know you've mentioned, you know, having a plan, but, you know, what should students include in these plans or timetables and how best can they use them? Okay, the plans and timetables help to organise your learning and information in the face of scarce study time and information overload. Like we mentioned earlier, there's quite a lot of information to learn and there is pressure to be in work and studying at the same time. So you should make sure that your plans and timetables are guided by the GPHC framework. So it's best to prioritize what to include in these plans or timetables, putting the high-weighted topics first and the low-weighted ones last. There is a lot to learn during the pre-reg year from the BNF, the MEP calculations, guidelines, and some other reference books as well, as well as your work as well, you'll be working full time. So your plans should balance your learning, your personal life situations and your well-being. Please do not neglect your mental and physical well-being in the process. Most study plans that I've seen contain topics of all areas covered in the frameworks and the dates at which those topics have to be completed. 
So they look like checklists, really. So what happens is, as you accomplish a section, you tick it off and monitor your progress as you go along. So the monitoring can be mocks. You could do mocks to see whether you're understanding what you've done. So you should invest more time to the topics that are more challenging and high-weighted. For example, the nervous system, the cardiovascular system, and so forth. And some pre-regs have told us that they have been signed up to multiple pre-reg companies on top of their own trainer. What advice would you give around this? I think, you know, signing up to these companies, it's an individual choice. If you can afford it, that's fine. You can sign up to those companies. Most of these training companies provide a variety of mocks and study materials which you can use to supplement those that are provided by your training provider. However, I should point out that you should make sure that you manage your time wisely to avoid information overload and getting committed to too many training activities, which could be counterproductive. It's also a good idea, I would say, to use a training company that has got a good track record for supporting its members throughout the year. You don't want to sign up and then there is no one supporting you. So to help you make that decision, I would say, speak to your friends and colleagues who have previously used those companies so that they can give you some honest feedback to help you make a decision. And I just wanted to ask about issues around remembering clinical content and calculation methods. This can be obviously very frustrating and there's a lot to remember. So what tips can you give them to help them kind of get on board and remember these things better? That's an interesting one. I would say on that one, repetitive study and practice of questions is key. So as you are studying, I would encourage you to make your own notes and summaries in a format that you like as opposed to just reading as if you're reading news. Another way that I recommend personally of getting to remember more is getting involved in problem-solving scenarios. For example, if you're in work, you could volunteer to look up a drug interaction in the BNF and discuss it with your tutor in terms of its significance and what action can be taken to resolve it. After that process, you have to document that in the patient's notes. And once you're involved in things like that, the encounter really sticks in your mind. So it's this type of learning you need for you to remember more as opposed to relying on just reading your notes or the BNF. With calculations, I would say the first thing is understanding the principles and the concepts and then practicing regularly with a variety of questions. It gets better with more practice with calculations. At the beginning, of course, there will be errors here and there, and you have to make sure that you identify your errors so that you are aware of them. And when you've got a question in front of you, you know where you are likely to go wrong. Most pre-regs as well are working 37.5 hours a week at the minute, and if not more, at their place of work. Where can they get this extra time to study, and what advice or tips can you give around this issue? The issue of time, Naima, is quite a burning issue. You know, it's been there for a while. So the advice that I would give to the pre-reg and pro-reg is that 
they should try to negotiate study time with their employers. On that note, I would encourage the employers also to increase their support for their pre and pro regis in terms of making available adequate study time. I know it's quite a challenge because it has to be paid for. So I would personally propose at least an hour per day and employers should be incentivized for releasing their pre-regis and pro-regis for study. The other thing that the pre-reg or pro-reg can do to help out is to have a study plan or timetable, which I've explained earlier. So there is a lot of resources available, so it's best to make sure that the resources are organized because you could waste a lot of time trying to retrieve information in your resources if they are not well organized. I would also encourage a network of support. For example, you probably need a mentor, a study buddy, and others that can help you with the learning. The other thing I would advise is make sure you manage your time very well to avoid burnout. If possible, take your leave days and use them for your revision. The pre-reg exam, to be honest, is a lifetime investment. Lastly, I would encourage you to use any learning opportunities that present in work. So when you are working, make sure that you are using work to train as well. So make the working loads of learning opportunities. And some pre-regs might sense that they're struggling based on their progress reports, as well as results of mocks that they might have sat in advance of the exam. What advice would you give to pre-regs who, who kind of find themselves in this situation? If you find yourself that you are struggling, it's important to raise any issues with your tutor at the earliest opportunity. Don't leave it until last minute, because if you do that, then there is very little that can be done. So you need to sit down and discuss your lack of progress with your tutor, the causes and what can be done to get back on track. So after that, you could come up with a plan, a joint plan that should help you to get back on track and make sure you're getting the support of your tutor or employer so that they can support you with that plan. Most companies have dedicated departments to support their trainees. So if you're working and there is that department in your organization, make use of it. And what are your thoughts about the current issues we've seen of the GPHC booking issues for the March exams? This should be very frustrating and worrying for the pre-reg and pro-reg who are working flat out to fight the pandemic and try to prepare for the exam at the same time. So I would say I'm glad that the GPHC has apologized and reassured the candidates that they are making progress at resolving these problems. If it is possible, I would suggest the GPHC and person view perform a trial run of the exam. If they do so, that's the only way I can see it where they can fish out unforeseen mishaps and correct them before the exam. If they've already done so, fair enough they should reassure the candidates that the exams are going to run smoothly without any problems. 
And how can pre-regs keep on top of their physical and mental well-being? I know you mentioned this earlier in the podcast, but what tips can you give them for this? Yes, in as much as you are trying to prepare the exam, you need to look after yourself. Because if you are physically healthy and mentally well, you can actually do more. So you need to eat well, have adequate rest and sleep. You should make some time to exercise so that you can recharge to avoid getting burnout. If you are failing to cope due to stress, you should talk to your line manager who may be able to help or they may be able to refer you to occupational health. If you are not working, you may be able to seek help from your local GP and support groups such as the pharmacist support. You should also seek support from your friends, family and colleagues and your mentor. And finally, so do you have any other tips that you would give? Well, I should say you've come a long way. It's been more than a year because of the pandemic. So you've really fought your war and don't let this last minute fail you. So I would say keep revising, keep going, stay positive, And I would like to wish you good luck in your upcoming exams. That was Lucy Kamwenda, a community pharmacist, and one of CND's pre-reg community leads. We spoke about his top tips in preparing for the registration exam, and what ways you can look after your physical and mental health during this time. You can find more resources for the registration exam on our community, which you can access from our website. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe to CND Podcasts on your preferred app or on SoundCloud. Thank you for listening.